It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. That's right, it is Go Birds Radio presented by the Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino app. Elliot Shore Parks, James Seltzer with you from the Beautiful sports book at Parks Casino. TVs, comfy chairs, baseball on mm. all day, baby. Well, it was nice of the uh, Phillies to give us our show back. That's you true. Know, it's That's been, true. Uh, a lot it's of been spring training weeks. Phillies yeah. action. Yes. It's been too long. We were talking uh, before the show with our, our producer, Tyre, and I don't think we've been on the air since even before free agency. Yeah, I think we were together, on once obviously. after the Super Bowl to react yeah. to the Super Bowl, and that's it. Yeah. That, it's been a long time so, since Go Birds Radio has been on the air. Missed so. all the callers. Excited to, to talk to all the yes. real ones today. We need you today. Even though, let's be honest, we're both on the air throughout the week, right? You're on, some say, the biggest show uh, you know, <laughs> in radio. I haven't been on since I've started the morning show. That's this what I mean. is our yeah. first Go Birds Radio since the morning right. show started. That's I, how long it's been. I call in occasionally to the station. Like, but we think we can both agree. There's no official stance given until it is given on Go Birds. Without a doubt. Like, this is where you're going to really hear how we feel about That's this. exactly right. And, and again, it is, it is pretty nuts to think that, that all the things that have happened since yeah. we last did a show here, players who played in the Super Bowl that we talked about their performance, not here anymore. Certain guys coming back. There's so much to get into. So why don't we, why don't we uh, uh, get on the record, kind of, yeah. where we're at right now. Again, this is the first Go Birds radio of the offseason, well, essentially. Be, and I'll be interested to hear what the callers have to say, because if you would have told me the last time we were here, right, so five weeks ago, first of all, I would have been like, why are we not doing the show for five <laughs> weeks? But but I, I would have, you know, I don't think any of the callers thought we'd be sitting here and saying they have James Bradbury, Darius Slay, Jason Kelsey, Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham. Like, it's pretty surprising the job that – I shouldn't say surprising because Howie's obviously a great general manager. But I am surprised to sit here today and say this team has retained 
so much more talent than I thought that they would be able to. Like, I think there was, you know, if we would have, you know, we did the show before the Super Bowl, the whole vibe of that was, man, this is it. Like, these players, <laughs> like, this could be the last time Jason Kelsey plays. Fletcher's probably gone. Of course, Bradbury's gone. He's going to get a ton of money, right? Like, but if you look at where they, what they were able to do and where they're at, I think we would have all taken where, like, the moves they were able to make. Losing Hargrave hurts for sure. TJ Edwards, Marcus Epps, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. Of course, they didn't retain everybody. Say Amal- Which we knew they could not. Which you know? was going to be unlikely, right? But, but at the end of the day, I sit here, you know, it's March or, no, it's April 1st. April wow. 1st, April, buddy. I actually got Kristen with a really good April Fool's Did you yeah. really? I'm not really into April Fool's am, jokes, to be quite honest. I am fully out on them. But I just... I told her there was a cockroach. She was like, ah, and then I was like, April Fool's. Oh, so there's a little one. a little one. one but I, I was, I'm good with a little one. I was proud it's, of myself. When people try to, like, you know, uh, Adam right, Schefter, Adam Schefter yeah. tweeting a fake trade or something. Like, don't do that. I, I agree with that. that. Yeah. Yes. The, the, We're all adults here. Not right? as funny as my really funny there's a bug joke and there isn't. Oh, that was, a, that's a classic Creativity right yes. is finest. Yes. Um, but anyway, if you would have said prior to the Super Bowl, if we would be sitting here April 1st, and this is where they would be. I think you would sign up for that. And ultimately, at the end of the day, through what has been, you know, the first wave of free agency, the second wave, uh, trades, all those things, I sit here and they're still the best team in the NFC. They still have the best quarterback in the NFC. I think that while there are certainly uh, obstacles, you know, to go through when you're coming off of playing in a championship, and, you know, I think we even saw it on opening day with the Phillies a little bit. Mm -hmm. Like, Nola looked like he's already tired after pitching so much last year. Like, you are going to see an Eagles team that's going to have obstacles other teams don't have to deal with. But ultimately, they still have the best roster in, in, you know, arguably the league, but certainly the NFC. So I I feel really good about where they're at. Yeah, I do too. Honestly, I expected to be more pessimistic after the Super You know how, like, Utterly crushed it was, I was. It was a but, rough few weeks. Yes, I'm so yeah. mad about it. Like, I, I, I'm not sad anymore, but, like, when I think about it, I get mad. I Every time I think about the Super Bowl, I get mad, and I have to stop myself and be like, don't even think about that. I can't talk about well, it. Well, it's so funny because I was just in Arizona for the league meetings, and obviously that's where the Super Bowl was. So, like, go, <laughs> yes, yes, thank going you back, yeah, no problem. Yeah. Well, I texted you this when I was— Not the best in the business for nothing. Yeah, that's why I'm yes. the insider you need. Yes. Um, so I texted you this when I was in Arizona, and I said— it is just so crazy to think how close Philly was to two parades and ended up with none. Yeah. So it was, and I was like, "Thanks for the bummer text." Yeah, no pal. problem. That's literally what I wrote yeah. back. You, every time you see my text. phone come up with a text, now you're like, "I'm just gonna not read that," <laughs> like most people do. But anyway, so being in Arizona, it did really remind me, and it makes you kind of have that, you know, a month out, two months, whatever it is, six weeks, of like, man, they were so close. And I think that at the time, you know, we sat there and said, "It's an." Obviously, it's an important game, but because you're going to lose so much talent. And they just didn't really end up doing that. Yeah, and again, to your point, you know, coming off that loss and knowing they were going to lose a lot of guys. Like, I I generally, you know, ever since we've kind of all agreed as we should that Jalen Hurts is the future of the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. And I think we all, at least the vast majority of us, feel awesome about that. Like, I do believe that having Jalen here is going to give us a chance a lot of seasons. Like, they're going to be outlier seasons. But I think going into a season with Jalen Hurts as your quarterback, the obviously the player he is, and I think the player he's going to become. Because, again, he's not 25 yet, which right. is just absolutely crazy that this kid who is so mature and has proven so much and taken such a big leap is still so young. But I feel super confident about this team just because of him alone. But 
when you think about, to your point, like how little they lost compared to what I thought they were going to lose. I mean, I thought there was no way James Bradbury was yeah. going to be back and on Slay. this. And I mean, Slay to have both a, those guys back. You know, at the Birdstown Hall we did uh, at, at McGurk's, there was, you know, five or six hours of the day where we're sitting there and going, wow, they don't have Darius Slay anymore. Mm-hmm. And now I saw a stat this week. Yeah, it was overnight. We're all like, I guess at the end of the night. Yeah, for the me, end it's of the overnight. Night. I was going to say. Your anything, night ends anything at 7 that, Yeah, anything that happens at like 9, 10 o'clock, yeah. 11 o'clock, I have no idea. Might as well be midnight. It might you. as well. Yeah, it might but as well be the next morning. So that's when I find out. I saw a stat this week. Uh, if you look at how opposing defenses did, and it makes sense when you consider they were the top secondary in the league. But if you look specifically at how opposing defenses did against number one receivers this year, the Eagles were number two in the entire NFL. Yeah. And that, you know, that's Slay. That's well, Bradbury. That's having those two corners. And in a league where passing is what dominates, right? Passing is how you win. I mean, we'll talk about what Jeffrey Lurie said this week at the owners' meetings. But, like, they have, again, a secondary that is very much ready to compete with any opposing offense. Now, they need to work on the safeties. But the corners themselves, if you include Maddox, they once again, I think, have the best trio in the NFL. Yeah, and again, we we just have seen. We know how this team is going to build. We know what they prioritize. They care about the line. They care about the corners. And they're going to fill in from there. And, look, I'm bullish on on some of the – like, Terrell Edmonds, you've been talking about that guy for for a few years now, being like – that's a nice for the price they paid. Yeah, like such a nice fill-in. I, you know where I'm at on Nicobe Dean. You know that I think the Nicobe Dean era is about to start, and it's going to be awesome. Like I, I know all the the oh he dropped in the draft and he's too small and all that. Like I think he's a great football player, and I think he's going to prove it at, at the NFL level. So you know I do feel so much better about this team, and I think the biggest thing is what you hit on. You mentioned it kind of in passing, but but they are so much better than their conference. Yeah. And the fact that, Jay, I mean, you go through the quarterbacks in the NFC. I mean, Dak Prescott is the second best quarterback in the NFC. Like, Dak. Yeah. You know, we're talking about, like, Jared Goff as, like, a top five NFC quarterback. Jalen is light years ahead of where the rest of the quarterbacks are in the, in the NFC. And, again, like, he's going to get better. He will. Look, we just saw what this guy did. He took the biggest leap we've ever seen in the history of watching quarterback play in the NFL, and he's 24. No one's going to work harder, and I do believe, like, I know there's a lot of lip service, like, oh, we're even hungrier because we lost. I believe it with this dude. I believe it with this coach. Like, I do believe that they're going to come yeah. into this season with a real extra level of motivation, and you know how much I believe that stuff matters in the yeah. NFL. It's a game of going out and beating the dude in front of you, of being the, the tougher person and all that stuff. And I think every little bit of juice, every little bit of motivation that you have is is incredibly important. And I think that this team coming out of free agency with all the guys they were able to keep, all the, the you know upside plays they've made, we still have the draft in front of us. How we added well, A.J. Brown and C.J. G.J. after this moment right now last season. So I just think there's so much upside with this team that already has the best quarterback and the best roster in their conference. Well, what's crazy is, when you bring back all the talent they did, they go into the draft and, look, they have needs, right? I think defensive tackle is a need for them, right? They need a safety and a linebacker, but they're not going to draft a linebacker or a safety at number 10. But when you look at the, num- the number 10 pick in the draft, like, they have a chance to really improve this team. But in all my years covering the team, like, when, when they had number 10 last time, I was very in, like, take Devontae. Like, that's why I would have taken. Mm-hmm. I, I was very, you know, there was a whole talk about how skinny he was and all those things. Like, I was very much in on it. Same. When you look at the number 10 pick this year, it's not a great year to have the 10th pick. Like, to if normally I think if you're going to pick that high, you're thinking, okay, I'll be, I'll be able to get a player there that will be a cornerstone of my franchise, you know, hopefully for five, six, seven years, however long you, you want to stretch that out. But I'm not really sure 
Like when I look at that tenth pick, there is a part of me that says, you know what? Just keep going offense. Like just like, keep going just up. get Bijan right. and go. Right. Just you know, and, <laughs> and you know, if you were to, if Elliot from two years ago would hear this current Elliot saying that, he would probably feel like most people do and be like, Elliot, what are you talking yeah. about? Right? I'll I'll do that. Yeah, there and you again, go. Again, the Bijan is intriguing to me, but like you got to get defense in this draft. You I have to. You I, have I don't. To. I don't think there's a player at ten that that is definitely worthy of that pick. I think Bijan Robinson as a player is worth that, right? So when I look at that tenth pick, I just I know not. I know taking a running back is not the responsible thing to do. But when we just spent, you know, the first part of the show saying how loaded they are and how talented they are, man, if you're able at ten to add a player that you think can come in day one, snap one, and be one of the best at, in the league at his position right away, it's extremely tempting. I know it's irresponsible, but it's extremely tempting. Well, with this rot, look, I am. I understand the idea of of this is a really fascinating roster right now in yeah. the sense that. You have a super young quarterback who they're going to pay, and we'll get into the Hurts contract later. A lot of comments out in Arizona. Yeah, and I have a, some thoughts on the contract. I feel like a lot of people haven't brought up. Good, good. Yeah. I want to get into the contract. But, you know, we have Hurts here, this young quarterback. Uh, the future is so bright. He's going to be here for a while. They have a lot of young talent with A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. And all these guys are not old. You know, they're younger players heading into their primes and all that type of stuff. Still great players right, right. now. Uh, and, and a great football team. You know, and, and obviously some, some veterans, you know, Kelsey and Graham and these type of guys where it's like it does feel like a, considering the conference, considering the advantage you have a quarterback, it's like, all right, like, let's go for it. You know, we have a chance to win the Super Bowl right now yeah. the next few years. But at the same time, to your point, it's also how we learning lessons from the past and knowing that, you know, you do have to, to you know, balance stuff and you do have to have young cheap contracts and you it's a fascinating spot this team is in because they're right on the verge of again i think they're going to go back to the super bowl like and i know it's april and there's a lot to happen but as of april 1st today if you say who are you picking to go to the super bowl from the nfc it's the eagles to me so so it is a fascinating spot they're in both from a uh seizing the moment right now and and finishing the job so to speak but also from a – they do need young talent on defense. They're going to need some cheap guys who, yeah. who can contribute and be players on this team to move forward. I just – and you're right that when you look at the roster, the holes are on the defensive side of the ball. But I think when you pick at number 10, and this goes against the running back thing, but when you pick at number 10, you don't draft for need or roster debt or, like, what your roster needs. What you draft for is the best player. Like, if you look at the mistakes this team has made in the draft, and it's easy to – you know, Howie's has a better draft record than he's given credit for and it's easy to look at the misses. But if you look at Jalen Rager, right? Jalen Rager was a mistake because they felt they needed a specific type of player. And they ignored the fact that a better player was there in Justin Jefferson. And a lot of people missed on him. But regardless, when you, where you miss is when you draft like for specific needs and ignore just what your board is telling you. Marcus Smith, I know this feels like an eternity ago, and it is. <laughs> it is. But he was a miss because, you know, Chip Howie, whoever you want to put that on, said we need a player in our defense that can play this specific role. When I look at the 10th pick in this year's draft, I do not think the best player on the board is going to be a defensive player. Now, the other part of this is being in Arizona and, you know, speaking to Jeffrey Lurie this past week when he had his, his uh, press conference, he was right. He said this is an offensive league, and they were early with that, right? We've been doing this you know, show together for a few years now, and we've been saying for years what the Eagles do well is they have prioritized offense. Like We've been through a few head coaching searches. They're never going to hire a defensive coach. Mm -hmm. They prioritize offense. And he said this week, when you have the offenses, you know, certain ones in the league, and we saw this in the Super Bowl, sometimes they're just impossible to stop, and that's what the Chiefs are. So when I look at number 10, 
it doesn't even have to be B. John Robinson, There's, who, of course, his name's going to escape me now, but the receiver from Ohio State that they could put into the slot and right away have, like, you know, I don't know about the best receiver trio in the league because the Dolphins, you know, are pretty good with Tyree Kill and, uh, and Jalen Waddle. But, man, if you, had, there, man. if you had a number 10 pick in the draft Which receiver. That would be crazy, though. But like, think of what this offense could be, be like. Essentially, so that would be receiver because they used their pick for A.J. Brown last year. That would be, what, like four years yeah, ago, four, five years ago. And you know what? But I'm okay with that because round. what made this team great last year? Like, their defense was really good. Yeah, the, the quarterback the and the wide receivers, it, the offensive It was the line, receivers, yes. right? I mean, and I think they would still – you could still pay Devontae, and I know it's a lot of resources in the position. But I want – when I think about what this team can be next year and how they're going to win – they're going to win with offense. And I am, I am willing to just invest, invest, invest in that side of the ball, even if it's irresponsible, even if it is Bijan at 10, even if it is a receiver at 10, even if it is an offensive guy when you, when you have holes. Because when I look at the defensive talent, A, I don't think it's there, but B, you don't win with defense. That's not how you win in today's NFL. I, I don't disagree with that, but you need stops. You need a defense that can get you some stops, can make you some big plays. And look, they have some players here. I just look at this offense, and the pieces are, are here. Like, it, Devontae's going to be here. AJ's going to be here. Obviously, Hurts is going to be here. The offensive line outside of Kelsey, which they've already kind of, you know, prioritized replacing, right. they're all going to be here for a while. They're all signed. You know, there's no one that I'm worried about losing. So I understand your point. But when I look from a team-building perspective about where this team has to go over the next few years, I feel like, and again, I don't disagree that the Eagles yeah. will win with offense more than defense this year, and I believe that's their plan, and I believe that's the right thing to do in the situation they're in. But when we're talking about the 10th pick in the draft and being able to add a defensive playmaker at a cheap deal for the next five years who can make a difference for you, like a lineman, like an edge rusher, or a defensive tackle or something like that, like, I just, I can't bypass that. Or a cornerback, slate 33, or going to be but, 33, like, I just think that there are bigger needs in terms of this team moving forward that they have to address. I just, I also think though, when we a lot of the defensive worry is because of the roster. When you look at like the holes they have up the middle, but also I think people look at the Super Bowl and go, you know, this defense has to get better, right? But and the defense was not good enough to win that Super Bowl, clearly. But I also think when you look at the offense in that game, like think about some key plays in that game, right? In the second the half, the, the offense and, yeah. stalled. The Quez Watkins drop, right? If you have a stud number ten play, like number ten pick in the draft receiver making that catch, not only does he make it, it might be a touchdown, right? Like I think Quez really misjudged that ball and he had to dive for it. But if you if he does a better job judging it, he might be still you know still running like all the way down for a parade down Broad Street, right? <laughs> like like that could be a difference. But not only that, think about in the second half they had two straight three and outs, or I think it was two straight. And one of those is because on a key second down play, they're targeting Zach Pascal. Like, I know you can't have one through six stud players, but when you have a 10th pick and a chance to add, like, Miles Sanders, not a good Super Bowl. They were unable to run the ball in the Super Bowl. Imagine if they had B. John Robinson. So ultimately, I am willing to just be like, you know what? I'm going to win a lot of games 37 to 27 next 215-592-9494. Get on the record. Where are you at with the Eagles right now at this point in the offseason? A lot of topics on the table reacting to free agency. The draft. Would you go offense or defense with that 10th pick? And in general, are you prioritizing offense over defense the, the rest of this offseason? We'll get to the Hurts contract. We'll get to reacting the owner meeting. So much to get into today as we are finally back. We're back. At Parks Casino, Talking Birds. With you, 215-592-9494. want to hear from as many of our real ones as we can today. And obviously, we're going to start it out where we do every single Saturday when we're on the air. Yeah. Every single time. Saturday besides the last five. Besides the last yeah. five yeah. with our guy yeah. in Abington, Yo, Tom. 
Yo, James Seltzer, my brother. How we doing today? What up? What How a pleasure, doing? buddy. What a pleasure. It's good to talk to you, man. Like, I, I, you know, obviously, for some reason, other shows let you on. But it's good to so I hear you throughout the, through the last few weeks. But and it was good to see you at the town hall. But it's good to uh, hear your voice and talk to you. Wow. You said a lot there, Julio. <laughs> Did you hear that, James? Our boy went national on us. I did not. What is this? The Elio the thing? You know, yeah, the McAfee thing. Oh, I did know yeah, about yeah, the McAfee. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome, man. That was that's, fun. That was really man. cool. He's a big Congrats. dog. Pat McAfee said he's a big dog. Try, he's a yeah. big dog. There you go. Real record right. real. So, I, listen, I, I'm impressed with what Howie did so yeah. far. Um, such as you guys mentioned on the defense. I, I wanted Chauncey, as you guys know, but I was very impressed that he, he got Bradbury and Slay back. Um, but listen, man... <laughs> The next big step is this draft coming up for Howie, and I hope he doesn't blow it because he, he usually does the opposite of what I want. But what I want is I want some Dijon mustard at 10. Wow. So want. you're in. You're uh, Tell oh, me why. I'm because, so look, and, Tom, I, I candidly, my initial gut instinct when people started talking about Bijan 10 was like, absolutely not. No way. And right. I have gone a lot more. Like, I don't think I would do it. But, like, I'm certainly intrigued by the idea of adding this guy for the next five years and just dominating offensively. Yeah. Why would well, you do it? All right. So I started off the same way as you, James. I think everybody does. And we're kind of trained to think that way. But if you dissect it here and, and, and you take it apart, we look at this thing. All right. So this guy happens to be, I think, will be the best player on the board at 10. And, I agree. I probably agree with that. And, just pure best player. Uh, but also a need for the team. And when does that happen? Yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I, look, I, I agree. You, it's can, just... you, can, you can list them in, in certain orders. I don't know where you'd list running back as a need, but it's certainly a need. I, I agree. I, and look, I like Rashad Penny more than most. I think Rashad Penny's a really interesting upside play. Obviously, he needs to stay on the field, but I think if he did, he could be a really good player here. But mm-hmm. look, I, I would absolutely agree that, especially with, to Elliot's point, this team offensively needing to really – Win more offensively than defensively. Sure. That that's certainly a spot you look. I think it's now, probably the biggest hole in the offense. That and third wide receiver. Yeah. Now I have limited views of highlights of this guy, as I'm sure that's the majority of the audience there. But from what I've seen, you put that guy on this offense. I don't know how you stop that offense. That would be well, a nightmare for opposing defense. And, and Tom, to your point, like we all agree he's a great running back. But if we talk like specifically what makes him special, what makes uh-huh. him special compared to other running backs is he breaks tackles. And when you right. look at this offensive line, in fact, I think according to Pro Football, well, and he can catch, and he can do well, everything, can do all and he can block, yep. like all that. But if you look uh-huh. at pro, pro Football Focus, they they do college as well, and I think he has the most. The highest percentage of broken tackles coming into the draft in eight years at the running wow. back. So now That's put a, that behind and, this line. And yeah. well, that was going to say, yeah. like, if you think about how they run the ball, it's because their line Oof. is great and Jalen hurts. And Miles had a good year. I think sometimes we underestimate how good Miles was. But if you take some of those runs and those holes that Miles had, and you put a player that whose arguably best skill is breaking tackles, all of a sudden, like a second and seven last year is a sec is you know a second and three this year, or mm. you know a fifteen yard gain instead of an eight yard gain. So I think that it, it would yeah he would really really help your offense. So so this guy I think is so special, and the best argument I heard came from Mike, and it was the Jamar Chase uh, argument, and yeah. it was because because Burrow was getting his head kicked in for two years. They needed offensive line help. They had Higgins, they had Boyd there already. What they do? They went Chase with that pick because they knew. And look look what it's it's. This is like so similar to that situation, and I just I hope that Howie is smart about this. Yeah. Have a great weekend, fellas. Yeah. 
Love you, you buddy. Too, Thanks for calling in, Tommy. And it is similar. Obviously, Chase is a wide receiver, and that is just a more valuable position. We all know that. And, and so it is a little different from that perspective. But I do think, to the point Tom made, I do think you know, Bijan will probably be the best, quote-unquote, best player on the board. At well, and I think it's a good point, Mike, but I've been thinking about it. Like, he is right. Jamar Chase was the correct pick there for them. But it's also fair to say, I mean, the Bengals' biggest weakness, maybe the reason they don't have a Super Bowl, is because their offensive line is mm-hmm. an issue. So, and Penny Sewell was the other guy there, and say, he's been pretty good so in So I, I think Chase was the right choice, but let's not act like, I mean, it was taking Penny Sewell might have also been a mistake. Yeah. You can make the argument the other way. Yeah, it's a great point. 215-592-9494. Get on the line now, reacting to the offseason, looking ahead to the draft. I see some real ones on the line. I can't wait to talk to them. We want to talk to all of you guys. It's Go Birds Radio, 215-592-9494. Elliot and James from the beautiful Sportsbook at Parks Casino. And baseball is back. The Bet Park Sportsbook app has you covered bet parks is the only app that we here at go birds recommend you can bet on more than the score you can bet on individual player stuff like who's gonna home run uh bet on how many strikeouts a pitcher is gonna get uh so much more you can bet on anything you can think of it is so much fun to bet on these games and not just bet on the winners but also pay attention at bat to bat especially with the game moving quicker it has been a blast to bet on the sport on opening day the last couple days you can bet on futures as well bet park futures on how many wins your team will have for the season or who's going to win the league mvp who's going to win rookie of the year bet on who's going to win it all so many different ways to have fun and uh, more importantly make some money when you're using the bet parks sportsbook and casino app make a bet parks future bet on how many teams again will win it all all new users a great deal here all new users bet ten dollars and get 125 in sportsbook bonus back if your first bet is a winner Hey everyone, this is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Let's go, Birds Radio! Presented by the Bet Parks Sportsbook and Casino app. Elliot Shore Parks, James Seltzer with you from the beautiful Sportsbook and Parks Casino. We're back. Talking Birds. We're back. I look down the call screener. I see real ones all over the board. I'm so excited right Dude, now. I'm I happy l- to be back. Let me say this. Every week... We say how appreciative our other people yes. call. Like, it blows our mind. Each week we come in and we go, like, man, today's the day people are probably going to be busy. We always yeah, we're calls. like, oh, we're not getting any calls yeah. today. Every but day. Today every especially, it means the world to everyone that is, to me and to you as well, I'm sure. To everyone that's called in, we really appreciate it. Excited to talk to these people. Yeah, so, you know. it, it, we had been so long. We're like, oh, we've been off for five weeks. Maybe yeah. people won't think we're on this yeah. and that. We just wanted to talk to our people, and it, yeah. and it really is uh, It's really exciting to be able to do it again. So, 215-592-9494. Yeah, so I was thinking about the Bijan uh, thing during the break. And I'll be honest, like, I feel like almost all of my mental space when I'm thinking about the Eagles is either thinking about Bijan Robinson or the Hurts contract. Like, those are the two That's things it. I think yeah. about. But the thing about Bijan is, 
I think what makes it so interesting is there's both sides to it, right? If they take Bijan Robinson at 10, I think he will be a lock, like, home run hit. He will come in here and impact the game every time he's on the field. Like, no question about it. Like, Jordan Davis checked a lot of boxes that you look for in a draft prospect. Important position, great athlete, upside, right? Jordan Davis had almost no impact on the team last year, and there were reasons for that. But even before he was hurt, he was not really an impact player. That would not be the case with B. John Robinson. But I also think we, include me, you. The I, Royal I, 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 Yeah, I see Tyre cheering every time we talk about drafting uh, B. John Robinson. We have to be honest with ourselves. If the Giants oh, or the Cowboys we would be or merciless. Washington merciless. took a running back at 10, we would be sitting here and going, that's a thing. We still that say it. Oh, they took Saquon at two, losers. They, they took they franchise four, yeah. losers. So it is really one of those things where you have to decide, like, are we willing to be a little irresponsible here? You know, it's it's a luxury purchase, which are fine sometimes. I, I, Kristen will tell you, I make them all the time. Oh, I know you do. Yeah, but but it is a luxury purchase. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Where do you stand on the draft, free agency, all of it on the table? Let's go to Ocean City and talk to our guy, Chris Christopher. Yeah, what's going on, fellas? Great to talk to you. I feel, Chris. feel like I'm like a whole different person since the last time I talked. <laughs> right? It's been a long time. Yeah. Again, I've not been on this show since I've done I feel like I've been doing the mornings forever now. Right. And, and I haven't yeah, even you're, been you're here like since a I started. the night now. I, buddy, tell me about it. I wake up at 3.20 every day. There's no one out when I go out. It's dark every day. It's it is, unbelievable. It's a different life, my friend. Wow. But uh, all right, so let, let, let's dive into some Eagles. So I heard Elliot say that it might be a little irresponsible to draft Bijan at 10. It wouldn't be a little irresponsible. It would be grossly negligent. <laughs> I don't think you're wrong, to be honest. Yeah, go ahead. And it, it's just from an asset allocation standpoint, with the Hertz contract coming into play, the way that I look at it is just, for example, take the, the, uh, um, the franchise tag number. For running backs this year, it was $10 million. For defensive tackles, it was $19 million. Yep. So if you're going to be paying Jalen all this money, you need to be smart about where you're allocating these resources. And if you can get a stud defensive lineman with the 10 pick, or even if you trade back a little bit, that just makes so much more sense, so much more responsible financially. Well, and then e- even on the offensive line, it's like, like Kelsey's getting towards the end, Lane's getting towards the end. We lost Isaac and Andre. So depth is really thin along both lines. So I think that, that we're going to go one or the other, and I expect us to trade that. I, I do, too, for what it's worth, Chris. And, look, there's a point Elliot and I were talking about on the pod. The other thing about taking Bijan at 10 is he's not that cheap for a running no. back, especially when you get into year four and if they pick up the option in year five. Like, you're getting towards that 10 million number. You're getting closer to that, like, seven, eight, six, whatever it is. Like, whereas we're talking about Rashad Penny and, again, not Bijan Robinson, whatever. But it's like six hundred grand, and this right. guy, if he stays on the field, could be awesome for you. So, Chris, to your point, it, it is it is not it is not a smart allocation but, of resources. See, and Chris, like philosophically, I agree with what you're saying, right? I 100% agree with what you're saying. The issue is the draft is not a philosophical discussion. They're going to have to pick somebody, right? So we're a few weeks out, and I sit here and go, you're right. If they can get a stud defensive tackle at 10, yeah, that is more important than B. John Robinson in a lot of ways, right? But who is that player? Like, when I look at the 10th pick, maybe Jalen Carter's there. But if he's there, then he's there for a reason. Because off skill alone, he's a top three player in this draft, right? So maybe there's concerns there. You know, we could talk about, you know, the defensive lineman at a pit. He's undersized. I like him, but he's undersized. Nolan Smith, the other edge rusher from Georgia. I think he has, like, a ton of upside. And I I like him. Athletically, he's insane. But... 
he's probably a reach at 10. So if you're sitting there at 10. Undersized. Yeah, we could sit there and go, yeah, take somebody else or trade back. But there just might not be better options. At least with Bijan, while it's irresponsible, like, you know what you're getting, right? Like, you know he's going to be an impact guy. So that would be my counter to the irresponsible thing is it might be more irresponsible to take a worse player simply because of positional value. I personally think they're going to trade down and let some fool team like the like the Washington team or whatever select Dijon with 10 and then we'll recoup a couple of mid-rounders because that, that, that's where Howie's bread and butter is. It's kind of in the, those middle-round picks, and we really don't have that many. No. So the, the more chances we can get to get more cheap guys in the building, I think the better, better off we'll be. Chris, great call as always, buddy. It was great to hear your voice. And, and again, I do think – Philosophically, that is what Howie does. And look, part, I mean, the comp picks next year, he's got a lot of mid-round yeah. picks all of a sudden, mid to late-round picks. So, But this year, they don't have a lot of picks. Was it five or six picks this yeah, year? Yeah, I think it's only five. Yeah, so but it, it, trading back is certainly on the table. It was funny, during the break, uh, you know, we're talking about this, and I said, you know, what would we say if, you know, Dallas, Washington, whatever, and your first instinct, like how you responded off the jump was, man, he's going to be tough to play against. Like, so there's yeah, that part of it, too. I did say that you know, in the break. Like, like, we're in draft season where we're fixated by, like, you know, hand size and, you know, this guy's 6'2 versus 6'3. The other part of this is if the Eagles get Bijan or, like, you know, another team, like let's say the Niners or whoever, draft season ends once football begins, and then you're sitting there going, another team has Bijan Robinson, that's something to deal with, or you're sitting there and going, we have Bijan, and the other team has to deal with that every week. Let's go to Tennessee and talk to our guy, Justin. What up, feller? What's happening, fellas? Long time no talk on this show. What up, Justin? Good yeah, to no, hear Long from time you. no talk to anyone I on know. this show, sadly. I know. And this is your well, time, man. You're Mr. SEC College Football. So yeah. This is Justin's time to shine. You dadgum right, man. I'm dadgum right. I, I need to incorporate dadgum into my – yeah. Can I pull that off? I'm like, not I like dadgum right. You'd not be like, like what Justin. are you doing? Yeah. Stop talking. Yes. Oh, you can do it, man. You can do Thanks, it. Thanks, buddy. I got the Justin okay, so I'm going to try right. it at some point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so about Bijan, I I wouldn't want him at 10, especially if – I know everybody's saying Jalen Carter's being taken off draft boards yeah. and everything, but uh, I, I would rather have – him or uh, the corner from Oregon. Uh, his name's slipping my mind now. Christian Gonzalez, yep. Yes, Gonzalez. Okay, sorry about that. I would rather have either one of them at 10. But if neither one of those guys are there, I just I think how he trades back. But what I want is somebody that can contribute day one. I'm tired of red shirting our draft picks every year. Well, that's I, a problem it, with Christian Gonzalez. Well, that, that's the thing. But I, I think they would take Gonzalez if he's there. But, yeah, I'm tired of redshirting draft picks every year, you know, and everybody was down on Jordan Davis. Jordan Davis was playing really good until he got that high ankle sprain. And to come know. back. I, uh, tell him, Justin. I don't know. I don't know if I agree. Tell him, Justin. He was, he was good against the run, I'm, but he was not an impact you, player. I watched him push out on a screen pass and just about dang near run the running back down on a screen pass. But when you Take give that. a guy that big, that fast, High ankle sprain. Sorry, I'm outside. I don't know if it's wind. No, no, no. It's not, you sound good, buddy. You sound good. Okay. But, yeah, when you give a guy that big, his size, a daggum high ankle sprain, his season's done. I've heard John Ricci say it several times. You know, how long it took him, and he's nowhere near the size of a Jordan Davis. Yeah. So, I mean, Nolan Smith is a guy that I'm kind of high on right now, but he wouldn't get a lot of run either because you've got sweat and ready. 
He could at least be a rotational guy, too. The Nolan Smith thing, the spider chart on Nolan Smith might be the most insane spider chart I've ever seen. And not just the spider chart. And for those that don't know, that speaks like where he ranks athletically. He's like like 1 to 10 percent uh, percentile on like arm size yeah. side like he is like super small super short for the position but he's like 97 to 99 percentile on every athletic thing he well, did. well and the other thing and justin i'm sure you can speak to this since you watch a lot of college football one thing nolan smith did was i in this year in the draft he has the highest quarterback pressure rate i think of any player besides will anderson and he's right there with will anderson so he gets after the quarterback and his rush numbers in terms of getting pressure on the quarterback stack up really well compared to like Chase Young and you know the guys we've seen be drafted really high so athletically you're right he's undersized but he can really get to the quarterback. yeah he's an athlete he is an absolute athletic freak man he is and I think but the thing the thing with Jalen Carter Tracy Rocker was down here at Tennessee for a few years or a couple years I think Tracy Rocker is a much better pro coach than he is college because I mean he was good in college he just didn't like recruiting yeah. So I think Tracy Rocker's going to be a lot like Jeff Stoutland. Now that he's got into the pros, he's going to like it a lot wow. better. I'm not, I'm not going to say he's I know. You're not saying he's going to be one of the great coach. position no, coaches of all time. But, but I, No, exactly. But I think being in the pros will suit Tracy Rocker more because he really did not like going out recruiting a whole lot. Where else so, are you going to get a Tracy Rocker uh, <laughs> scouting <laughs> report that, other yeah. than on Go Birds Radio? <laughs> but uh, – Boys, I tell you what, it has tickled my heart that y'all are on today. I have texted James so many times. Are we on this week? I've DM'd Elliot. Are we on? Are we on this week? Are we on? I know. No, April first, guys. It's back, and it's been hard for me not to turn into Black Greedy on this call. I've been so excited. <laughs> I'm keeping it tamped down because I know Black Greedy's going to come in hot and heavy here. For oh, a he long better. Time. I saw so, him the uh, other night. He's doing great, but yeah, definitely need yeah. a Black Greedy call for sure. And one more thing, I don't know who's in charge of those high hopes shirts that y'all got but they better those things are fire yeah, they better get y'all good, some right? go birds yeah. they better get y'all some go bird shirts for us fans what, too, what a man. thought justin good what point. a thought okay so everyone <laughs> tell our bosses more go bird shirts. that's basically what happened to high hope shirt we just every event we did people went up to like our bosses and we're like hey can we get yeah. a, a shirt and they were like i or guess we should make shirts a so help us out a go birds hat yeah i want the go birds hat the, yeah. the picture Rod. on the, the the you know yeah. podcast that's what i want i don't yeah, I don't know if Rod Lakin's out there listening. I hope you are, bud. Never got to talk to you. I hype this station, this show, those pods more than anybody in the South. If I see anybody with a Phillies hat on, I will tell them download Be it. Justin, I will grab buddy. their phone and download it. If, Be yeah, Justin, if they got an Eagles shirt, I, go birds, I show it to them. Here, do this. I had a guy message me back. He found me on Facebook. He said, dude, this is awesome. I, I Love oh, you're, this so much. You're the best. So anyway, I, appreciate I don't that. want to take up too much time. I'm just tickled y'all are back today. I love y'all. I mean, Same. you're the best, My Justin. Man. We'll talk to you again next week. I see a lot more real ones on the line. We're going to get to you. We're taking calls next segment again, reacting to the off season, the draft coming. A lot of Bijan talk. This is a, yeah. a really interesting. I'm surprised, and I know we've had a, a couple in, a couple out, but I'm surprised at how willing a lot of Eagles fans are to, to, to jump in on this. You know, like let's go for it and get this running back in the first round with the 10th pick in the draft. Where are you at on that? 215-592-9494. Plus, coming up, we'll get into the Hurts contract stuff. Elliot does have an interesting angle on it that has not been talked about enough. So that's coming up as well. Get online now. 215-592-9494. It's Cobra's Radio from the beautiful Sportsbook at Park Casino. Everybody loves a smart investment. We all know that. And there is no better place to put your money than right, right now than into your home. 
Window Nation has the perfect offer for anyone with a home at least 20 years old. You protect and increase the value of your home and energy efficiency by installing new windows from Window Nation. Window Nation is making it insanely easy to do with 0% interest for five years. I literally had to reread the copy a few times to make sure that's right because it's simply unheard of. Window Nation will give you two windows free with every two you purchase as well. So you get the 0% interest and two windows free with every two you purchase. Go with the window company that has installed nearly two million windows by installers with a decade of experience only using the top of the line installation materials, which is why 96% of installs were Require no follow-up service at all. Call today and lock in these limited time savings, 866-90-NATION, and pay absolutely zero interest for five years, the life of your loan, and get two free windows with every two you buy. That's 866-90-NATION, or you can go to windownation.com and tell them you heard about it on Go Birds Radio. It's Go Birds Radio, presented by the Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino app from the beautiful Sportsbook at Parks Casino. Come and hang out tonight and watch some some NCAA tournament games. Yeah. Elliot was just asked his thoughts on whether the Florida Atlantic game would go under or over, and you didn't have any thoughts. No, I should have said it's college basketball. Bet the under. You, you know. should have. Yeah, the guy walked because they, they struggle to score. just walks by and he's like, "What do you think? The over, or the under?" Yeah. Elliot's like, "On what, man?" Dude, it's so funny. <laughs> Twice today, like people come up to me for college basketball takes and also they think I'm like 12 because I have a hat on. So it's been a productive uh, a productive hour here. I so love far a good productive hour. Yeah. Right, 215-592-9494. Coming up in a little bit, we'll get to Elliot's thoughts on the Hertz contract as we've not talked about that yet today. Some interesting thoughts on that. For now, let's go back to the phones, go to Westchester and talk to our guy, Drew. What up, baby? Welcome back, guys. Great to have you together again. Uh, Seltzer, I love that you're in on the Mariners. They're my AL team this year. And, uh, <laughs> Elliot, I think you tweeted this before the combine. I fully agree with you that uh, getting to the airport three hours early is a major scam. Yeah. I haven't been able to convince my wife of that yet. A but scam? Fully big air, big airport has tricked us into thinking okay, we get to the so, airport early. So I'm big, big, big get to the airport early So guy. I am too, and I still do it, but every I would time rather I be, do it. I would rather be four hours early than one minute late. Well, for a plane, I would agree with for that. Anything, but for anything, life. I think it's reached a point where, and I don't want to be responsible for everybody missing their flights, you can realistically get to the airport like 40 minutes before you oh, board. Oh, don't listen, Elliot. And no, you'll be you fine. You have TSA pre-check. Not everyone has that. It's I think even thing. without it, honestly. Well, do you do that? Do you have to well, not no, use it? I have TSA oh, so pre-check. then how do you know? Because I, I see the line. I see the line. I see the line when I We talked this week. I can't remember what it was. PNC Park. PNC Park. So Elliot had this take that... I was like, PNC Park's amazing. What a great ballpark. And he's like, nah, it stinks. And I'm yeah. like, oh, have you ever been there? He's like, no, but I've seen it on TV. I, I've seen so what it. what are you talking yeah. about? I'm so tired. Ignorance. I'm so tired of everyone being like, PNC Park, oh, my God, you have to go. But it's like, awesome. They, it's they, a great ballpark. They play no irrelevant, they play no irrelevant games there. Like, what does I, that have to do with the ballpark? Because it's, it's boring. Ballpark. All All right. Right. I'll take Citizens Bank. Drew, Sorry, back Drew. to you, buddy. Right. Thanks, for, thanks for inciting that. I appreciate it. <laughs> All right, so I'm not, I'm not going to talk to you about Bijan. i got a couple other points, but I know my guy uh, Justin in Richmond is a big uh, Longhorns fan. I love that. We will be getting to Justin uh, in yeah. a little bit. I see yeah. him uh, I think on the Drew line knew there. that, too. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I have, a, um, I have a trade idea I want to run by you at the end. But uh, first off, uh, you know, I do feel uh, good about the offseason overall so far. My main goal was to get one of Chauncey Hargrave or Bradbury back, along with BG and Kelsey. So, did that. I feel good about the roster. Now, the one concern I have right now, and maybe you guys can, you know, ease it a little bit is, are we sure Brian Johnson is as good as we think he is and that he's ready to be a play caller? I know it's not apples to apples. I just have a lot of PTSD 
of the yeah. coaching changes from 2017 to 2018. So, so I have... I'm curious yeah. your guys' thoughts there. No, I, I think, Drew, I think it's an excellent point. Um, I think, frankly, if you ask me my biggest concerns for next year, it would be the fact that there's two new coordinators and not even so much because of who they are. Just it's really hard when you have big coaching changes, you know, the chemistry, all those things. So Brian Johnson specifically, what, what should make you feel better about him is the coaches that Doug hired after they won the Super Bowl and, like, throughout those next few years – like, no one really wanted those coaches. Like, they promoted from within. It, like, it was an uninspiring job by Doug. If Brian Johnson wasn't the Eagles' offensive coordinator, he would be the offensive coordinator for another team. Like, he is respected around the league. So I think that's a positive. The other positive is he has experience with Jalen specifically. So you know that working More than any coach yeah. could possibly have in you the quarterback. You know that working yes. relationship is going to be good. Now, Shane Steichen last year, heading into the year, I was very skeptical of. I was wrong. He did an excellent job. So we'll see if Brian Johnson in the moment is making the same good play calls that Shane did. But I, I do feel good about the Brian Johnson hire. I think those are fair points, Elliot. I did like the work he did at uh, Florida helping get uh, Trask uh, drafted. And, yeah, I guess I was a bigger Steichen guy than you, so I just hope, yeah. uh, you know, Johnson's ready to step in. Now, I had uh, one thing I wanted to run by you guys, too. I believe before the Eagles took Jalen, they really liked this guy in 2020. With the Panthers rebuilding, Chin? I think there's a chance that Jeremy Chin could be either a draft day or a summer trade target where he's this year's Chauncey. Yeah, I, I, absolutely. I mean, again, you don't think the Panthers want to pay him? Yeah, well, I don't think they're going to pay him. But also, I mean, it would be another situation though of, of trading for a safety and saying uh, a safety wants to get paid right. and trading picks for a guy who you're probably not going to pay. Well, they could pay him. They tried to pay Chauncey for what it's sure. worth, right? So, yeah. but but ultimately, if you're trading fourth, fifth round picks, I know you don't want to do it every year, but. I'm, I would I would trade a fourth for him. Or a fifth. I think yeah. Chin's great, yeah. Drew, and I, and you I would could resign. I would again. be very intrigued. I, that was the guy I wanted them to take when they drafted Hertz, and you know, in the moment, was upset about. I was right. wrong. Hand up. Yeah, um, yeah, Drew. It's a, it's an interesting name, especially with all the draft capital in 2024. It just feels no. like if he's available, I'd yeah. be very putting aside the defense doesn't matter. Take for a second, I'd be very in on that. No, Drew, great call, buddy. I, I totally agree with you, buddy. Thanks for calling, and we'll get to you next week. Uh, Always a pleasure to get Drew's calls in. Let's keep it rolling. Go to North Philly and talk to Nick. What up, buddy? Shouts, man. What's up, bud? What up, pal? Good to hear yeah, your voice, man. Good to talk to you guys. Seriously, I haven't spoken to you since the last Go Birds radio, so it's so awesome to be <laughs> back know. and be on. It's been too long. It's good to hear so, from you, man. Definitely. So, so before I talk about the draft, I just want to say I think it's crazy that last year, right around – I mean, not last year, right around the Super Bowl – um, you know, we were we were talking about how we had to win it all because next year we weren't going to have anybody left. And yeah. then we literally retained almost the whole team aside from really <laughs> Chauncey. I mean, right. let's be real. No, I I, that, I 100% agree with that. Now, I do think, look, like winning the Super Bowl with the, the thing they had to take advantage of was, was the health and the fact that they were there, all those things. We don't have to relitigate that. But you are right from a perspective of there was a perception that, man, they're never going to be this talented again. And they're yep. not as of now. They did lose players, but they're still extremely talented. Like, if last year was the best roster in franchise history, we could debate that. Like, this one's not far off forever yeah. it is. So, you're right. They, they did a good job retaining. And, and the right players, too. Like, Absolutely. I think they brought the right players back. Absolutely. I mean, I couldn't agree more. So, uh, moving on to the draft. So, I wanted to ask, and I'm going to pose this question for both of you guys. Um, do you think the Jalen Hurts deal gets done before the draft? And if it does or it does not, will that affect the draft and who they pick um so it definitely won't impact who they pick 
in my opinion. Uh, okay. So for that, I, w- I would say, yeah, no, it's de- it definitely won't. I don't think they're going to take a quarterback at ten. That would that would certainly. Be oh something. no, no, no! I didn't. Think <laughs> It'd be that, quite the I mean, negotiating. Uh, the negotiating. No, you mean from a mo- I think from a money perspective. No, no, maybe. because I mean the the draft pick salaries are pretty much slotted in there now. Will will it get done before the draft? I don't know. To be honest, like I think it's one of those things where, you know. Like if, if another like let's say Joe Burrow signs this week, then maybe that that expedites the Jalen thing. I don't think they're in a I don't want to say rush because that implies it's not a priority. I just don't think they they feel that they have to get it done by this date. Like as long as in from Jalen's perspective, he's under contract by the time like OTA start or, or uh-huh. training camp. That's kind of really all that matters. So so then my, I guess what I was trying to say is if you if you do lock up the contract before the draft and you know you just spent a boatload of money, does that affect drafting Bijan at ten because you know you got to pay him a ton of money? No, because well, well whoever whoever you draft at ten, it's the same money. It yeah, doesn't matter. Right, 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 right. But no, I, I I don't think so because when we talk about the Jalen deal and how it impacts this team, it's not about twenty twenty three. It's about like twenty twenty six. Like they need to know when this deal gets done and the, probably the unknown right now is all right. I know in 2023 Jalen's going to make X, and I know that in 2024 that number is going to go up. In 2027, what's he going to be on the books? So I don't think it's going to impact many financial decisions right now because they have a pretty good idea of what he's going to be the next two years. Okay. All right. I like that. I like that. Well, I, I will say I, I really, I'm not really for the Bijan pick just because picking a running back at 10 I just don't think is the best idea. Running backs have like a four-year lifespan. So it's like, I get what you're saying about being a little irresponsible and taking the best guy, but I just I, I just feel like it's, it's too irresponsible. Yeah, Nick, that, I, I think that's probably where I come down to. I'm torn on it because it's, it's fun, and it sounds fun, mm-hmm. but I also feel like it's just not the smartest thing the team could do. Buddy, Absolutely. great to hear from you, pal. Call again you next too. week, all right? What all a right. pleasure. 215 592 9494 is that we were just talking about the Hertz contract, the impact there. I mentioned it last break. Coming up next, the start of the next segment, Elliot is going to give you some thoughts on the Hertz contract, something that hasn't really been talked about a lot on the station. We're going to get into that, plus your calls. I see some names on the board. One of them was mentioned before, Justin. Yes. We're going to talk to you, Justin. Some of our real ones on the board. We're getting to you next. A long segment coming up, so stay right there or get on the phone now. 215-592-9494 to chime in on the Eagles offseason, the draft, the B. John Robinson, all of it. It's Elliot, it's James, it's Goldbirds Radio from the beautiful Sportsbook at Parks Casino. And baseball is back. The Bet Parks Sportsbook app has you covered for it all. Bet Parks is the only app that we hear at GoBirds recommend because you can bet on more than the score. You can bet on who's going to get a home run. You can bet on how many strikeouts a pitcher is going to have or who's going to get a win or anything so much more. It is so much fun to bet on individual player performances, to to put parlays together, make a bet parks future bet on how many wins your team's going to have for the season. You can bet on who's going to win the MVP. You can bet on who's going to win rookie of the year. What team's going to win it all. So many fun ways to use the bet park sportsbook casino app to obviously have some fun while you're watching sports that you're going to watch anyway but also to make some money some real opportunities here with these bet parks future bets bet parks individual player props so much fun to be had and baseball is back it is all day every day and that's what makes the sport so great and it's just more fun to watch these games when you got a little action on it and the bet park sportsbook and casino app is the absolute way to do it plus all new users if you bet ten dollars you get 125 dollars in sportsbook bonus if your first bet is a winner 